Hey you, welcome to the Secrets of the Online Coach podcast. I am your co-host Kerry and you will be sitting with myself and the head coach Lynn Trin as we dive into the real and raw stories and strategies around success inside of building your online movement and your coaching business. There are four key pillars inside of business in which you have to master. That is your trade, getting attention and getting desire and commitment and then building on top of those foundations with optimizing your business numbers. We dive deep into discussions around creating systems to build and scale your business and with topics where Lynn throws fire at the mic with his no BS mentorship. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a beat. <laughs> now we're live. We are live in, the, in our group. Miss Kaybot, look at you. You're looking fresh. How, how far along are you now? Why, thank you. you uh, nice far and, along nice my day. Tan. It is 3 p.m. Oh, I yeah. am still a little bit tan from Europe, hey? Well, hopefully I'm going to get tan. I'm from, slowly uh, shedding, though, because <laughs> there's no sun in Melbourne. There isn't any sun. That's so sad. There's, there's just wind and rain, and there's a glimpse of, there's a little bit of sun, but uh, there's nothing at all. Hopefully I'll get, I'll get a bit of a tan as I spend time in LA next week, you're not coming. I want to. I want to take it out to the group as well because your wall is so bland. It's behind you. What would you guys put behind Lynn? I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for accolades, Money. awards, <laughs> awards, a Lamborghini. Just yeah. Uh, I I personally like black and white. You know, I'm a very simple guy. Very very simple guy. Your your wall is super bland too. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I'm so, the star of the show here. I'm you always cut me out in the content I mean, pieces. <laughs> That's not me. It's actually Eddie. Eddie's the guy that cut you out. I'm. I'm just. I'm just the talker. So, Kbot, what, what's the topic that we got for episode number thirty-four? Let's let's get straight into this. This is a really uh, episode number thirty-four. Awesome. We had a question coming through from John Madsen, and I really, really enjoyed this component of online coaching, especially being the fact that John Madsen is a superstar. He's like the question, the question, the question that I, I know and I ask is do people know how to fulfill on their promises? And okay. do people understand what an online business and how it operates? And yep. his question was his question was around I if I could <laughs> sure. And his question was around how do I structure my pricing for my online program and what are the delivery and fulfillment systems that are the best to use? I like it. Right? Like and it inside of our path, we, we talk about four key things. We talk about the offer. We talk about attention. We talk about desire and commitment. And none of that actually goes into delivery. To use. Fuck. And it's good. not, yeah, correct. And look, we 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 structure this pathway very very strategically because you know and I know that cool. A coach can spend two years figuring out oh. the perfect delivery system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even if they figure out their perfect delivery system, in that span of two years, they've created no business. Zero. Nada. Nada. Uh, This is going to be actually really good. I'm going to keep an open loop. I'm going to wrap up this episode in episode 35 around delivery systems tomorrow. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing. The reasons why most people do not sell, like the reasons why you're not selling to your prospect, if your prospect's in red, here's your prospect, could be a dad, could be a mom, could be a competitive bodybuilder, powerlifter, could be a dentist, could be, I don't know who it is. The reasons why you don't sell to them is because you don't actually believe that you have a system that can actually get them results and you don't know how to leverage this system because the system is you. And this was the bottleneck that I faced earlier on, maybe 2015, even in 2016, where the delivery system was me. And ultimately what that meant was every single person I signed up, I had to fulfill for, and you ultimately end up in this game of time versus money, time trade for money. Okay. The reasons I, I know there's probably 10, 15% of people here that are fucking elite, but because they were so good at selling, they were so good at selling, they were so good at selling, they kept churning. They kept churning, 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 losing clients. It was like, why am I, why am I selling? Why? Like, ah. But we're going to tackle that in episode number 35, kids, because I really don't want to, um, I don't want to not give the detail in the depth of the answer. So John Madsen has asked two really good questions. So the first question we're going to do, dive into today is we're going to dive into like, well, like how, how do I price? How do I price? Uh, and there are a lot of, uh, and just to be, um, just to add to that, there are a lot of uh, correlations between the two. Integrations. Yeah, between the 100%. price and how you deliver. Yeah. yeah. This is fantastic. Pricing of the program, pricing of the program. So rule number one. Always try to be the most expensive in the marketplace. Okay? Always try to be the most expensive in the marketplace. There is no, you will never ever be the cheapest. There will always be some sort of app, some sort of technology, some sort of venture back capital that's trying to take you out. And if you can't be the most expensive, well, there's no, there's no advantage being the cheapest at all. So you never want to be the cheapest. You actually want to be the most expensive. And this is for a trainer, a fitness expert, an expert starting out. The reasons why you want to be expensive is because you want to have money to be able to spend to acquire new clients and market and advertise, but you will not be able to advertise if you do not make the money, nor will you be able to build systems and infrastructure. Okay. So if you're not the most expensive, guess what happens? You kind of go, your ball shackled to the ground invisibly. And if you're a female, you don't have anything shackled to the ground because they're inside. But what happens is you don't actually have any money to acquire new clients and you're not looking to build new systems. So if rule number one of this is to be the most expensive to charge for your coaching program, uh, then the second rule is, well, shit, like how much? And how, how, much, how much should I charge? Okay. And Kerry, what's Economics 101? If we go Economics 101. Look, the last time I tried to explain economics, you were like, that is a poor explanation. <laughs> uh, we'll give you one a second try. Try again. What do we no, have? you go. You're the, you're the drawer. <laughs> Supply versus demand. Uh, care is very demanding. I'm the supplier and we suit each other. Okay, so supply versus demand. So you have to think about the supply and you have to go and ask yourself this question, what do I really supply? Nobody ever asks this. They, they make an assumption that they immediately they go, okay, well, like, 
I'm a personal trainer. I can help someone get into shape. So like, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to help to get people to shape online. And I go, okay, cool. Let's not start with the skill sets that you currently have because the person that you currently are may not be as valuable as the person that you need to become. This is, this completely changed my mind. Because when I first started out, here's, here's the thing. When I first started out, if I was back in 2013, my value was strength training. My value was uh, being able to help guys with their nutrition and their diet and their training. But compared to now, my value has in- infinitely increased based on who I've become, based on the problems that I can solve. Now, the first thing that you need to ask yourself is you need to go, okay, sweet. Like, I understand that I want to make money with my skill sets. And I go, okay, well, what are your skill sets? And if your skill sets are to really get somebody into shape and to help write a diet for somebody, then you're ultimately in the uh, supply market of supplying a diet. You're in the market of supplying a diet. And what begins to happen with that is you need to ask yourself how many people are supplying this as well and what is the price point that they're charging? What is it, What are they pricing themselves at for the same thing, even though you think you're different? Because honestly, like everyone here, including myself and Carrie, we think our shit smells good. So when we look at our own stuff, we're like, but we're different. And it's like it doesn't actually matter. The, the prospects, the person buying from you, if they don't see you as uniquely different, if they think that you're the same, you're the same. Because ultimately, they're the person that's going to do the trade. Okay, so we, we need to ask ourselves this question. And the question then comes first. Okay, cool. Like, number one, do I have the skill sets necessary to actually warrant myself to make myself the number one supplier of the thing? Or are my current skill sets being commoditized because there are other people also and other companies and other services giving the same shit out but all I've done is put a different spin on it and now I'm expecting to charge $2,000 but everything else out there is charging $15 a month. I just want to let that soak in with everyone first and carers, if you have any questions, if you think of any questions that might come up, um, feel free feel free to chime in at any time. But that's kind of phase number one. So it's asking yourself, okay, cool. Uh, what is the thing that I want to be an expert at? Because I know that being a generalist, there's going to be a lot more competitors in the general market trying to go cheap and broad than there are inside of the expert market that are trying to go deep and can solve one problem but because I'm targeting less people, like generalist means probably millions of people that you'll target with your fat loss, et cetera, et cetera. Expert means that you'll probably target tens of thousands of people. You'll still make millions of dollars, but it's just easier to be bigger in a smaller pot. So you need to ask yourself, okay, what are the skills that I need to develop so I become this number one supplier of this thing? And if you look at supply versus demand, and for John, John Madston, like I know John personally well, I've known him for over the last three years. He's an athlete. And he's a dad. Like he's a pro athlete. He's played pro NFL. 
He's been up there, up, up in there in pro football. He's an athlete. He's got an athletic mindset. He's got a very similar uh, background to our boy Lewis House. So it's, it's kind of like this guy can actually, this guy's almost a high performance coach. So in order for him, notice that his value increases based on the specialties and the skill sets that he acquires. And this actually skews supply because when we go back to who's an athlete, who's a dad, who's a high performance coach, there isn't a lot of people out there except John anymore. But this, this can't happen overnight. This can happen over three months if you're willing to put in 12 hours a day of reps and reps and reps and reps on that and master the key skill. So I go, it comes to it down to a game of supply and demand and ultimately it comes down to this. What is the trade that you are making to your prospects? Okay, this is John. I'm going to highlight John in blue. And John's making him a trade. John's making his prospects a trade. John's going to give his prospects something. Like he's going to give him something. He's going to give them X and this prospect is, is going to give him Y. Now, if John wants to get paid $2,000 or $3,000, let's say John wants to get paid $3,000, John has to give the prospect a result or something that is greater then $3,000 in terms of value to the prospect in order for this prospect to actually go, hey, this is worth it. And is timeline irrelevant in this instance? Timeline's irrelevant. Timeline's irrelevant. Okay. But the thing that we need to begin to make a trade is John's going to go, hey, dude, like I'm going to offer to get you this result and to help you achieve this and become this person with this system and this formula that I've proven. Now, if John can craft up a trade that's sexy, that's desirable, that speaks to his prospect's mind, creates the desire that his prospects want to be, the 3000 inside of that prospect is like, dude, no, I'm done. Let's do this. But that same prospect, if it's a different person, if it's you, then you're not going to pay the 3000 because you don't actually want that desirable outcome and that's not worth 3000 to you. That's worth more well, like 100 bucks. Like, John, I like you, bro. I'll pay you 100 bucks just because you're an athlete, you're a pro athlete, you're a high performance. I'll pay you 100 bucks. So it's this idea of actually going, hey, how good is my trade? Uh, and, and, and the analogy I use a lot of the times is I want you to pretend you're at a stadium and you got some shit to sell on your table. You got like this, you got these things to sell. And you're selling it for X amount. If the trade is good, if the trade is amazing, if the offer is sick, people will come, the right people will come and they'll give you money and you won't even have to persuade them. You won't have to influence them. You won't have to market to them as hard. When you have the trade right, the transaction becomes easier. When you have the trade correct in your favor, the transaction becomes effortless. So someone that's really good at making trades is usually like you should study Russell Brunton. Uh, if you watch his webinar today and he had his fifth birthday and it was an amazing, if you just watched it and you were like, holy shit, I'm getting this, I'm getting this, I'm getting this, I'm getting this, I'm getting this. He like, it ended up being like six. He was like, it's $65,000 in worth of value. And I'm going to give this to you for 297. 
And it's like, yeah, I'd be an idiot. I don't even want this thing, but the fact that he's giving so much value and exchange for the thing, I, I'm not even a buyer, which means the trade's easy. The transaction's easy. So if you have a great trade, okay, if you have a fucking phenomenal trade that's worth a high amount of value because your skill sets and your systems and your formula and your IP and you've discovered something and you've experienced it and you can save time, you can show them that it's worth X amount to their lives with Tandil, you can actually... Go cool. I I will charge a thousand. I'll charge two thousand. I'll charge five thousand. It's the coaches that sell coaching, and they go, "You get to work with me, and I'm two hundred dollars a month, or I'm two hundred dollars a week, or two hundred dollars an hour." You're selling yourself. So the trade that you're making is selling your time, and that's the worst trade that you can make in the world. So the thing that uh, the thing that a lot of experts need to do is they need to create a product, okay? They need to create a product and use the following tools. Coaching, FAQs, membership site, email, chat, support, uh, community, but you are selling this product that gets a result. This is kind of the USP. These are the features and benefits. And let's go that into result. that in more detail tomorrow. Why don't we do that? And how did you like let's my say John? By the way, was that a good yeah, explanation? Yeah, it's brilliant. John, and I know that I'm gonna um, John. the lead on, yep, the lead on question for me would be cool. So John has this amazing result. He's a high performance coach. And I'm a dad. I want to go to him. I want to become the the pro athlete mindset. And he sells that to me for $3,000. It's a six-month program and I'm with him for six months. And now John goes, cool, how do I keep this guy? How how does he keep me inside of his program and Mm -hmm. resell me Mm -hmm. as client retention? What is the... Next price structure. I know. That's crazy. On what that's does crazy. that look like? Cool. Cool, cool. So, like, let's let's keep this open loop. Tomorrow we're going to cover that. This is a wonderful segue. But I think for now, what a lot of people need to understand, especially if you're an expert, is understand this. You are not selling yourself. You need to sell a product. That product you need to create in the form and inside of your creation, you have things and systems and processes and things that happen here to get a result, okay? So you're selling to this prospect. This prospect makes a trade. This prospect wants this result. They understand that they're also getting amongst to get that result. They're going to buy all of this as well. They make the trade. The more value, perceived value to the prospect, the more, the better that they're willing to do that trade. Often, more often than not, the transaction happens. Very similar to Russell Brunson. Like literally, I don't even know why I upgraded, but I just pushed the button today. I was just like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm like sitting here, I'm supposed to be working and I'm like, I'm going to upgrade now. Oh, I just pushed it. I just want to see what happens. Like that's how literally, how easily he took money out of my pocket because he had a, an amazing trade. So I want you to think about it. What, who are you selling to and how you, can you make such an amazing trade to them such that they can get the end desirable result with complete certainty, complete conviction, okay? And you play around with different markets. Now, of course, if you're working, like our boy Ronnie, he works with 
uh, Amer- African American dads. And like, I don't know if you've ever been to America and you've seen African American dads, but like they're, they're not driving around in like Rolls Royces and shit. Like there's a hard trade because these guys can barely even live off the street. So it's going to be difficult, but he figures out, like we figured out how to make his trade like worth $2,000 that he's making sales. And he's like, sale, 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 sale. Ronnie will come in and just tell you how many sales he's made. But at the end of the day for Ronnie, it's, it's that delivery system. So guys, what we're going to do, we're going to wrap up. Because should we wrap up? John? You didn't answer my question. Sorry, what was, I'm going to answer it tomorrow. But uh, the I next tier. I'll, I'm going to answer the next tier tomorrow and how to structure your program and then upsell uh, what we like to call upsell the downsell because it's your okay, like cool, cool. different thing. All right, all right. Open loop, guys. Open loop. You didn't answer that. But maybe, maybe. Like, I mean, if we get fucking 50 comments on this, I'll reveal, I'll reveal it all and I'll actually give you the secrets. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you something. If people buy something from you, the next thing they buy isn't the same thing as that original thing. So if you give them more of the same thing, they're not going to stay on. And the reasons why a lot of coaches fail to upsell their clients and their clients leave is because they're giving them the same thing that they bought. It's like, oh, do you want more of the same? It's kind of like, I already bought that, dude. Like, why am I still paying the same price when I already really for the same thing? It doesn't make any sense, right? So what we started to realize was we're like, oh, shit. At this particular point, they're looking for something else and you can give them that and you can charge and they'll, they'll, they'll buy like that. All right, okay, but that's all for today. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do want to add this point. So with that being all said, and then, you know, I started off this conversation going, these are our four-step system mm-hmm. and we keep it so simple and this is all about getting more clients. If you have no clients, this whole system and your delivery system doesn't work and your whole pricing structure, you can spend hours and hours figuring out the perfect pricing structure for your perfect delivery system. But if you don't have any clients, it does not matter. So the first step is getting more clients. So why don't we do this? We focus on getting more clients. When you have those clients, we build the best amazing delivery system because now you have the money, you have the resources. Yeah. versus yeah. Yeah, goes back. when people, a lot of coaches that I speak to, they get into the trap of going, but Carrie, I still need to build this amazing delivery system out first so I know what I'm selling. And I go, cool. Do you believe that you can get amazing results? You sell that is system. what you're selling. Mm. Yes, correct. It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of going back to episode 30. We talked about why most coaches fail. Most coaches fail because they end up building shit just like I did for like six months and they never launch. And then by the time they're ready to launch, the marketplace has changed and adapted. And then they get into this perfectionist mindset and they never ever go. And the thing that I love doing, the thing that I fucking love doing is just taking people to the edge of a cliff with me. And we don't stand there. We don't like, you went cliff jumping and I went cliff jumping with you. By the way, it was him because I'm obviously pregnant. But I was up really high. I was up like, I don't know. 15 meters or something. It was really high. And the ledge was really wide as well. Like I, there was a clearance of about three, three meters that I needed to clear off some rocky bullshit rocks where I couldn't even really uh, get a good grip on, but I stood there and I was like, the longer I stood there, the longer I didn't want to, the more I didn't want to jump. And it's the same feeling. The longer you have your program, the, the, you will not launch. You're not, it's just something crazy when you're staring in the face of fear and a black hole and the unknown, where you're like, I, 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 I just can't do this. 
So go back to episode number 31 where I sell carry cosmetics. Um, and I go and I say, this is exactly how to sell, I would sell Carrie, exactly what she needed. You are probably unselling your product. Like the fact that you're speaking to clients, they're not buying from you because you're unselling them. You're doing what that person who tried to sell me coffee did and you're turning them away. They're like they're just like, they were so warm by your content. And then as soon as you opened your mouth, they, they didn't want to buy. They didn't want to buy. And let's yeah. wrap this up. I'll tag John. Hopefully John gets this. John, if you actually watch this, uh, leave a comment down below about it. And anybody else that's watching this gets value, drop your revelations down below. We want to hear from you. Uh, and then we'll continue this part two on tomorrow's episode. Part two. Bye now. Peace out. Have an amazing Peace. day. This is the happy Lynn. Tomorrow you might get the angry, fucking fired up Lynn based on delivery systems. Here is favorite. <laughs> Kerry's favorite is the, the fire. fire the, the fire that I feel from she gets so like turned on. 100 meters she gets away. turned on by the fire. All right. Have an amazing day. Bye, guys. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our radio voices today. If you like us, don't be shy and show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and review. We are shameless promoters of what we do and what we love to do and we never stop giving you value. Before you go to the next episode, make sure you subscribe and remember a five-star rating review.